trying to down? Are you just trying to downplay this croc talk? <laughs> croc talk. Listen, you scum. <laughs> Listen, you villainy. <laughs> you villainous Don't you asshole. Downplay croc talk. Croc talk. Okay. Oh, Lest man. you get the axe. <laughs> oh, man alive. How My boy. You. Here we are. Oh, man. Can we say this is season two? Season two. Salt and Slap. You know, on a meta level, I don't know if this episode will air in that order. No, it will. Why wouldn't it? Will? it? Why wouldn't it? Because um, we got backup episodes, right? No, I'm just going to throw them on there. Jesus. Tell, why don't you tell them everything? <laughs> okay, secrets out. Sometimes we record multiple episodes at one time. <laughs> no, uh, I thought you had, like, I thought you were, like, fast-tracking. Uh, I have a couple with Josiah that are going to go on this season, I decided. Because oh, okay. we, we decided on doing the the year-end year episode, the season-end episode. So this will be, so is this going to be season the beginning of season two is what I'm asking. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enough said. Yep. So I stand by what I say. <laughs> season two. Slap. You know, the slap is back. <laughs> the slap is back. With a vengeance. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slaps back with a vengeance. Yeah. I like it. The slap slaps back. I think we've gotten a little bit wiser, or a little bit dumber, depending on how you're looking at it. I've gotten at least a little bit smarter. I yeah, learned a couple I, new words. You know, I read books. That my guy reads books. I've almost finished Blood Meridian. It's That's been, it's been a so couple months. Sick, man. Your guy that. got your guy got got real busy, but dude, yeah, dude, we went. Um, so. We have been gone here at the end of the... Actually, right when our real actual season ended, because we started July 31st. We started this podcast on July 31st. I went to Idaho um, August 1st through the basically the 12th-ish. Um, and we decided to drive, right? And uh, I got there, and I was like, holy shit. This is beautiful, number one. And we we went to my Jerry's cabin. Jerry's uh, folks have a cabin out there in, in uh, Lake Cordelaine, Idaho. And if you haven't been, dude, I highly recommend. It's a beautiful fucking area. It's I've so been to, pretty. I've been to Idaho. Is it northern Idaho? It's right in the Panhandle. Yeah, right up, okay. right up by Spokane. I've been through northern Idaho, and I think it's beautiful. It's like uh, it's so surprising. Like, how yeah, awesome it is. dude, I would have never thought it. Like, all I thought of was potatoes. Obviously, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't think mountains and these valleys and these beautiful creeks and streams. And we saw a couple bears. You know what I mean? Like, it was majestic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and uh, we went up there, and I finally had like so this summer. I you know I run a couple food trucks. Um for my side gigs, I suppose. And uh, it's how we're trying to make a living in this uh, crazy pandemic world. And uh, we decided like, you know, we need, we need a break, you know, we need to get, we need to get the fuck out of Dodge. So we went out there and uh, I finally had time to like edit some podcasts, you know, before, before this all happened, I had, you know, 
you know, right before the season end of Sultans of Slap, I had two relatives die. One of them unexpected. One of them was just, she was really old, my grandma and my cousin. And so I was like really desperate for just time off, you know? And I got out there and I got to read finally. And I sat on the dock, dude, on Lake Cordial Lane with this just like ponderosa pines and these beautiful sceneries. And I just like sat on the dock, listened to the waves and I just read my book and it was just so nice. You know what I mean? Like it was so well, like it was so much like, I don't know if the word is deserved, but it was just like what I needed. And it was just so nice. And I got to edit like a bunch of the podcasts that I had backlogged and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man. It was just a really fun time away. Her family's awesome. And it was just a lot of, you know, not even anything funny about it. Just it was it was awesome. The funny part was the drive out there sucked. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, people say all this shit about Montana. Fuck Montana. It sucks. It is literally like that whole state. I will say it fucking sucked. We got there late, like, and it was it wasn't even like late, late. It was like. 10 p.m. and we found out like even the fucking like like fast food was closed at eight o'clock i'm like what you know like it is insanity dude it was like we had a 14 hour trip from minneapolis to montana and back same thing billings montana fucking suck dude i don't know maybe if we have any listeners from montana i apologize but i fucking hate your state and it really sucked i will Um, say montana is is beautiful though there's like there's parts. I, I I've stayed in Montana multiple times, and it's a very very beautiful place. Uh, not I mean, parts. Not all. Not every stretch of. You know what I found out? Even in North Dakota, you know, everybody thinks North Dakota is like this flatland. It's not true. At the very end of North Dakota, yeah, going Western into North Montana, Dakota gets mountainous. Beautiful, beautiful. It's like the Badlands. It's like a mini Badlands. You know, right yeah, there. I will say North Dakota is one of the worst places on the earth. It sucks, it's and that's terrible. where my cousin died fucking od'd on fucking fentanyl yeah that's uh it's just like and i jerry and i drove through and we're like i can see why this fucking blows you know what i mean like north dakota is awful i remember uh uh our buddy jesse's from where he was living at the time williston and i told him my 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 you know my cousin and my aunt and her family moved there and he was like why (laughs) he goes tell them to leave you know immediately it sucks you know like uh, yeah. Anyway, not to take a dark turn, but it's all right. you know, like we went through North Dakota and Montana sucked going all the way to Min- Min- uh, Minneapolis. Beautiful. Jerry loves Minneapolis, by the way. Um, we, we met I'd, up. I would think you'd be dumb not to love it. Yeah. It's yeah. So awesome. There Found a breakfast spot, surprisingly off of uh 94 or off of three ninety four. It's it's really nice. It, it was the breakfast is delicious too. Three ninety four north, is that how it goes? Remember. I think yeah. ninety four is west and it, it yeah. had to have been three ninety four. Four ninety four goes south of the city, and three ninety four I think goes north of the city. I don't. It's been I haven't lived there in yeah. seven years. Well, but. Jerry gets usually like sets up our hotels because she's got an app and it gives her deals and she kind of knows how to work sure, that shit yeah. and. uh so she, we got a place in the place that I even mentioned to you off the podcast, and you didn't even know where it was, Golden Valley. But apparently, Mac lives there, and uh, yeah, it's just a suburb. I mean, I, yeah. I, uh, I don't, 
I don't know that I've spent any significant time there, but it's it seemed other- like a young professional area. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Lots of, lots of business buildings and like condos and things like that. Um, Minneapolis is coming up a lot more now. It's like, dude, there's a lot more buildings that I don't remember. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, and I've only I mean, been away I, for I, 10 years. So. When we left, it was really kind of becoming like it was getting a little overrun with like yuppie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, it's gotten of, more like that. I, I think uh, with all the tumultuous, um, you know, unrest and stuff over the last like right. two years, I think it's the composition is changing again. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't really know what to expect. I do think it's like probably one of the most underrated places to live. Absolutely, dude. It's so nice. But but yeah, I mean the weather is like if you can't handle the weather, then yeah, I would say move on. But if you can, awesome place to live. Absolutely, really, really, really cool. Amazing food culture, amazing Mm -hmm. theater culture. Oh, dude, art culture, like whatever. Like if you're if you're a person who, you know, of taste. You will find it there. It it is there. It's a great place to like cultivate, you know, um, those things. And there's a, like there's great artists there. There's great everything there. But yeah, like the weather is kind of a, a deal breaker for a lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So yeah, man. I mean, we had dude. We had some of the best Thai food like I've had. And I, I lived in Los Angeles, yeah. and it was still there's be- amazing, it was better than Los Angeles. There's amazing <laughs> Asian food there. Yeah, I, every every Asian place I've been to in Atlanta is just just freaking dirt in comparison. Right, I have yeah. not had a single place that had acceptable, you know, to me mm-hmm. like to my standards. And then you realize, oh yeah, that's because Minnesota does it has a really high population of different Asian cultures, and mm-hmm. they have amazing, you know, even when it's like American Americanized. Chinese food or whatever different mm-hmm. d- types of food they just do it really well mm-hmm. they do a good job so yeah uh, and uh I really wanted to take Jerry to Chino Latino but they closed down they're done yeah that's not not super like, surprising fuck. I'm sure it's rough that Dude, area that... too has become so like oh yeah that yeah is whack now yeah it's really uh there's a, okay, so liquor Lyles is done that was like a local spot Liquor Lyles was a big local spot. CC Club, I talked to uh, Zach, even though he doesn't drink, he was like, you know, he still hung out, hung out with all of us, you know, band dudes. And he said, it's not really the same anymore. He goes, a lot of the things aren't, aren't really the same. Even um, even when we left, that was happening. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think that's just the way things go. I don't yeah, think it's yeah. necessarily something to be super, like, mournful about. No, you just um, remember the good times and move on. You know, there's there's yeah. other things that'll have that'll come up. Um, no, and no. Northeast, dude, it, we went to Northeast for that's where we got the Thai food. I saw the three three one club still going strong, and there was a couple like old clubs that we used to go to that was yeah. That's still where all pumping. the all the people, all my friends moved. So I'm yeah. sure that there's yeah. still a great scene up there. Oh, so. dude, it's it's cool there too. It's like honestly, it's. It's like I didn't even recognize like half of it. You know what I mean? Like we went, we even mm. went down to the river because I wanted to show her like Stone Arch and the Guthrie and you know all those like classic buildings. And there's like some buildings going up, and it looks really cool. Like it looks like a cool place. Like that might be like a real cool place to live. I don't, I don't know. It just to me the aesthetic was like really beautiful. Honestly, right there on the river. So, um, 
yeah, we went by the first half, you know, she loves Prince. So I was like, Hey, this is, this was his club. You know what I mean? Like this was basically his thing. It, he didn't own it, but it was basically his purple rain. You know what I mean? Like you watch purple yeah. rain. This is where, this is where it was filmed. So we just kind of stopped by and I showed her and stuff. And I think we played the entry once with blank page. Did we not? Did we play it a couple mm. times? A couple. Yeah, times? we did for sure. At least we played once. it once. I think. I don't know if yeah. we played it more than that, but yeah, I, we played. I it once. played there at least a few times. All uh, I remember, uh, all I remember that one for was Becky's last show. Oh yeah. Yeah, we okay. might have played again earlier, but I don't. I don't remember anything after that. But yeah, I think it was with Author actually. I think you double played that night. I think you played with both. Oh. Yeah, okay, sure. I, I know, I, I played there a few times with the author, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, Minneapolis is awesome. I don't, I mean, I, I can't say enough good stuff about it, but mm-hmm. if you can't handle snow and cold weather, don't don't bother. Don't do it. Because <laughs> you'll get it. Cause you'll get it in spades. Do. Cold weather and snow or just blistering humid heat. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough. There's not, I asked, I asked, I asked Zach, too, I go, like the cool thing I like about Michigan is like most for the most part, like the seasons are pretty well defined, but in Minnesota, like I don't remember a lot of like fall or like spring. It's usually sure. just there, like there's, cold there's, or yeah. hot, you know? No, I, I think that's, I think that there's a good fall for sure. Mm. Spring. Not eh. so much. Yeah. Spring is spring happens. It's probably a little, it stays colder a little longer than you want, but yeah, yeah. fall for sure is great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Uh yeah, went man, we we did that and we did both trips back and I got to see Banta, man, and that was fantastic. I got to see his his, his little girl. Shout out to John Banta. Congratulations, you two, Linnea and John, you know. Beautiful little girl, Evie. Um he's got these cool dogs too, man. They're really good good boys, but Jerry hates big dogs. <laughs> It's she's it scared the shit out of her, but I had to box out the the husky a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I haven't met their their big big dog. Um, he's just a big uh, puppy, you know what I mean? Like he yeah, just doesn't yeah. understand his like he's huge. In so. general, I'm not a big dog fan. Like, yeah, like of well, I'm not a I'm not a fan of big dogs. I'm also not a big dog fan. Like just yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, dogs are fine. Like I I I love the, certain dogs and yeah. Well, his yeah. his his other one, his small one, I, I was like, I just started calling him Wilson too, or <laughs> Nel, no, no Wilson, Nelson, Nelson too. Nelson, it's like yeah. that is Nelson. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, is that's that's all so Nelson. Yeah. yeah, he's so Nelson. Except he looks like the husky, but he's he's like looks exactly like Nelson, except he's got the same color as the husky. So it's like, I don't know. Anyway, no doubt, man. I don't know why that's interesting to me. Um, I was just really stoked to see a lot, a it bunch can, of old friends. Yeah, it can be, yeah. It was great seeing old old friends, man. Sick, yeah, dude. My guy is getting all nostalgic, dude. It was great, man. It was great. I I had like so many, you know, blasts from the past when we'd, like I said, I, half the time I didn't even know where we were, you know. And we we went to Granite City and. Had lunch or had dinner <laughs> on your with, trip? You did. Yeah, we went. We went and had dinner with Zach and them. And um, okay, I suppose Golden Golden Valley is like in that area, isn't it? 
Well, we had it in uh, Wood. What was it called? Wood. Uh, Woodbury. Woodbury. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where my grandparents live, or my yep. grandma lives. Yep. Yep. We had it at Woodbury, and uh, was it Woodbury? Is there another wood place? I don't know. I'm sure there is. No, nah, it might not have been. Woodbury. I can't think of anything more boring than rattling off. Minneapolis, yeah. Anyway, sorry, 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 myself. sorry. Um, but it was some suburb, and and it was closer to Zach, and and then we ended up going to this place called Maynard's. It was on Lake Minnetonka with with Will. I got to see Will. Yeah, that all seems like it's on the west side of the city, but yeah, it was. Yep, I feel that all of it was on the west side. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It was great. I didn't get to see as many people as I wanted to. Sorry to Cameron and Trev, mm. who we've had on the show. I just didn't, you know. You know, you know that like thing they told where me they're pissed. Yeah, no, no. Cam was super understanding, and he nope, was like, they told "Dude, me you were pissed. you were in town," and he's like, "You didn't tell me." It's like, "Sorry, dude." It's like they I was told just, me they're pissed. Yeah, they're fucking furious. Um, but you know, you do, I, you might, dude, you might not even get this, but for me, I get anxiety when I'm like, fuck, I forgot to call that guy. You know what I mean? Like I get like real almost down on myself. Cause I'm like, shit, you know, but yeah, like, this, I, I have like this weird of, uh... stress with it. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, fuck, I forgot to call that guy. You know what I mean? Like I could have called him. It could have been real easy and I could have saw him, you know? I kind of let that go because, like, once we moved away, every time yeah. we moved, anytime we came back, it was like somebody this would be pressure yeah. of like, yeah. oh, like we gotta, you know. So like the first couple times, it was like, all right, I'm gonna see everybody, and it's gonna be this whole thing, and then like, and then like, you know, the next couple times, it was like, I'm only gonna see these few people, and then like, <laughs> you know, slowly it becomes like, I'm not gonna see anybody. You know, totally. and then, and then, you know, and I think it settles down into a place where you're like, I want to see like my very closest friends and that'll right. be that. And Well, and that's why I get the anxiety because then I, they feel, I don't want them to feel like, oh, it's the, it's, you know, my very closest friends. It's like, well, sometimes it's just like logistically, like you guys all live in different fucking suburbs and Minneapolis is a pretty big city. You know, I came to find that out quick. I was like fuck, it's that far to Minnetonka from here? I was like, Jesus. It was like 40 minutes. I was like, God damn. Especially with all the fucking road construction. I mean, there's so much out there right now. So much road yeah. construction. I remember Eric Wickstrom used to say that. He said, we have two seasons here, winter and road construction. <laughs> it's like That's straight up boomer style <laughs> boomer energy. <laughs> He's not a boomer. He's Gen X, I think. No, Eric? No, isn't he's he? Not. Is he's he millennial? Than we are. Eric Wickstrom. Oh, Eric Wickstrom. No. Oh, Eric is. Eric is probably a millennial. Really? But he must be right on the cusp. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's probably right. He's like probably born in eighty-five. No, eighty-five is the millennial cutoff. No, it's eighty. No, it's not, dude. It's yeah, eighty-five. You can, you can look it up. You can Google. All right. Okay, boomer. Hey guys, welcome to Sons. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be wrong about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's what you do when you're wrong. You go, okay, whatever. All right, welcome to Sons of Slap. No, um, 
What have you been up to, man? How's life? Lay it on me. Um, dude, I just been sort of decompressing from uh, the crazy couple months I've had. You know, I would say the crazy five years you had. You're a fucking busy <laughs> guy, man. I I oscillate between like crazy busyness and like insane downtime do you ever have like anxiety do you ever like it seems like your rpms go like real haywire man like you you got Um, a lot of shit on your plate i don't i don't get anxiety i just have um i mean well i sure i do it i do i think to a normal degree i do about things that i should be anxious about but i uh i yeah i think my biggest problem is just like i'm just uh I'm just one of those wacky creative types who who just goes, you know, like, you know, I've got crazy ADHD, so I have, like, hyperfixation. Yeah. And um, I feel like a light switch is how I feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when, when I say, like, I'm really busy, it's because the light switch is turned on. And so, like, right now... The, that light switch is off. I've just been doing nothing for like a couple weeks. My boy's you know? coasting. You're coasting. You're yeah. you're on autopilot. Yeah, I. That's where I've been. You know, uh, uh, some of it is in in anticipation for like uh, leaving to go yep. to a studio and then go work and turn the light switch back on, so to speak. Yeah. So that's just sort of like I don't think that's a great way to be, but it's just what I am for now. For sure, man. So it doesn't really cause me anxiety. Um, but sometimes I will say like, sometimes when you just like, when you're so like unproductive for so long, <laughs> you know, for a couple of weeks, how just, good like, does that like, feel though? Like when you're not, it, it feels good at first. There's, there's like such a fine line. Mm-hmm. I always say like, I'm really, really good at like kicking back and relaxing. And I really, I do think that that's true. I am good at relaxing. I am good at like doing things I enjoy. Um, but it does hit like a a wall at certain points where you're just like, oh, I just got to turn the like, creative part back on and the productive part back on. But I was like so like going a million miles an hour doing like house projects and music projects. And, and then, you know, once I got home from Louisville, like I guess I was probably like three and a half weeks ago. I sort of like came back and I was like right back into doing house projects. And then I just like hit a wall and I was like, I gotta, I gotta take a break. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's where I've been at. And it's, uh, yeah, it's reached a point like in the last couple of days where I'm like, Oh, I gotta start doing some stuff or I'm going to lose my mind. Cause I just been watching movies and, you know, that's kind of all I, I was playing. Uh, I was playing skyward sword, which you played Fuck too. Yeah. And then I beat it, bitch. Movies and like you know doing a doing a thing here and there, but yeah, mostly just kicking back and relaxing and just like trying to get the mental, creative, mental space back to where it needs to be. Yeah, so. I find I find like like people that work that way are gen- generally like more productive. You know, I can't I can't do that, dude. Maybe my, I I it makes the the the, the that thing is not that how my me- creativity it works. The thing that causes me the most anxiety is like, I want to be more prolific than I am, if I sure. c- if I can be, mm-hmm. and part of that problem is like, you know, the point where you're turning the, if if it wasn't so on and off, 
you know, but it's some, it's some, something to work towards. It's not, I'm not going to solve it right this minute, but yeah. Well, I suppose it's like grass is greener. You know what I mean? Like things like I, I look at you and I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I admire like your work ethic and like the way you do things, but you know, that's not how I do it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like one of those times the muse descends sometimes and, or it doesn't. And most of the time nowadays, because of if I get super bogged down and busy, I can't, I, I can't well, you, function. You, you kind of really have well. to think about it in this way where like, <clears throat> I basically right now, I, all the things of like, like when you're a kid and you're in school and you have a paper due, right? Mm-hmm. You procrastinate and then you've got like, then like a couple days before you like do, you just kick in and you start doing it. Yeah. Um, that same sort of thing. I mean, that's what I did when I was a kid. Yeah. Same. And I still basically have that. But, but what, what, what I do now is like, you know, instead of like ramping up and like, <laughs> you know, like having a reasonable life leading up to a project, it's just like, I hit it and then it's like 1000% and it's like going mm-hmm. and the productivity is like your RPM forced. meter must be just like, you know I don't I mean? think like, it's like the most, like, I just don't, I don't know how sustainable it is. And, and the part of like the house, you know, moving to the new house and like building a home studio here is to like normalize it a little bit. So it's not as like on and off. Yeah. Cause when I, especially when I book a studio and I go up there, of course I'm going to like work at, you know, I'm going to work, 16 hours a day basically every day that i'm there i'm not going to really have much downtime sure um so but yeah but all that to say yeah late in the last like couple weeks i've just kind of done nothing and part of that is good for you yeah yeah for you yeah for you the way you do it right now because it'll probably change i I do need that it would be nice to like be able to do that for a weekend and then go back and start getting work done Sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, we all can like do things better. Two or dude. three weeks. Don't, don't bang like, on yourself. You're a fucking up. busy guy. You make good records. So thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to like no. psychoanalyze. No, no, absolutely. Here, I had a good point, but I I lost it. So no, it's all good. All that to say, I have busy stuff coming up, but I have been taking it extremely easy the last two weeks, um, to my detriment. Where I'm going to all of a sudden get extremely busy again. So, <laughs> and I could have, I could have just had it. I could could have had it uh, both ways. I could have come back and and spent a couple weeks, like you know, working a couple hours a day, and when it, I didn't do that. So, yeah, well, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, man. I mean, I was wonder too. Um, I lost it. Fuck it. This guy wonders. Hey, dude, hey, I had uh, I had like a really good point, and I and I just lost it, just gone. Dude, that happens, man. Must be the booze. Uh, uh, <laughs> must be the poison I ingest. You know, you know, like half the thing is like people that that heard season one, they might they must think, oh, this guy's a prick. He's just talking over people. The truth is, people, that this is my best friend, and I and Listen, you know, people. We, every now and then. I don't get a t- get you know my chance to talk to him a lot during the week. Other that either he's busy or I'm busy. Like you'll face you FaceTime me a lot this week, probably because you had a lot of downtime and I did not. Yeah. So it was I like I was traveling or I was doing something. So it's like 
so half the time like when we're seeing each other i'm just like this is my best friend i want to just like talk 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 you know what i mean like and i just like yeah just word goof vomit off. you know goof yeah. off sesh yeah man full-blown yeah, goof off sesh dude i had a good point dude. but it's it's lost maybe i'll get dude, it later. welcome go, to salt man. and slap welcome people welcome this is season two season two of the buckle in because this bad boy Whatever you thought about season one, throw that in the trash. <laughs> throw it. In All the, right. Throw it in the garbage. That. <laughs> listen, season one. That's a cosmic octopus from hell. From 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 the hellscape. All right. <laughs> it's fool shot. It's fool's gold. <laughs> we have shot an ICBM right into its eyeball. <laughs> We have exploded it, and now we are surrounded by cosmic octopus detritus. Okay. <laughs> and what we have now is season two of Sultans of Slap. Electric Boogaloo. All right, man. Um, <laughs> With that, that's the intro. That's a great one. That's a good one. We'll probably use it later. I'll clip it. Yeah, man. Okay. I should take like the best clips and just make it into our intro instead of playing tunes anyway i think i've got a certified slapper dude like i don't i don't I, I, i'm coming in hot i'm coming oh in hot boy. i've got a good one i dare you all right you ready for it yeah i'm gonna react all right the song is called the lobbyist the band is called lettuce <laughs> have you ever heard this i don't think so oh dude you're gonna love it i know you're gonna love it Okay, hold on. Yep. I'm so glad you haven't heard this band. Hopefully, it'll be one where I'm like, you're going to like this. <sighs> Hopefully, you're going to be like, shit. <laughs> Lettuce, the lobbyist, off of the album Crush. Are you going to count it down? Yes, I am. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Lettuce. Crush lettuce, dude. So yeah, <clears throat> there is a uh, surprisingly strong funk scene in Los Angeles, especially in like Venice and Santa Monica and <clears throat> on the West Side. There, uh-huh. um, like I, I worked with a guy that was like, no joke, like a pro pop and locker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's all like funk stuff, and. Him, my boss, nicely that worked at Minotti's, and uh, a couple of the other guys that worked there. This was like our favorite record for like six months. You know, we just would listen to this record nonstop. It's great. It's just all instrumental. I think there's a couple songs on it that have like some guest singers and stuff, but they're just like a a funk band came out of Berkeley, Mass, um, or Ber- Berkeley School of Music in Boston, mm-hmm. and. Uh, just fucking fantastic. The whole record's great. Yeah, so I've definitely heard 
the song The Force on this record. It's a great one. So is Phyllis. Phyllis is also yeah. Get Greasy is what I was just listening to. It's fantastic. Yeah. The whole record, dude, is like yeah. really good. So, but that one, was the song that got I me. I never heard the song that, that you played for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as I went to the album, I was like, oh, I've definitely been here before because the album is very the album cover is very striking you know it's awesome it's a great um, it's great yeah yeah so it's not something you would forget necessarily no. um yeah super cool just yeah, dude. nasty nasty modern funk it's just band. some sick modern funk man i mean they love like herbie hancock obviously and yeah. and <clears throat> and uh and uh earth wind and fire especially yeah. with the horn element it's very earth wind and fire-esque um, but yeah, dude, it's just so good. I was so stoked when they showed me this because I was like, you know, at, for the, for the first part, it was like, you know, we used to listen to vinyl at Minotti's, and all they would play was this this like shitty hip hop, like modern hip hop. Some of it was good, you know. Some of it was classic stuff, mm-hmm. um, like Dr. Dre's A Chronic and all that stuff, but. Some of it is like this schoolboy Q guy. I think I just fucking hate it. And I just, I was like, <laughs> this is so dumb. And then they'd play this record. And I was like, it was like the, okay, Ryan, we'll throw one on for you. You know what I mean? Like, we'll throw something on that you might like I mean, that we might still fairness, like. Schoolboy <clears throat> Q is not even that bad. I hate that fucking. If I it's, hear that fucking song again, I'll, I'll literally like blow. I will my say, up. like of all the hip hop that's out, I mean, <clears> no, it, being in their minds, like in, in in like you said, like in in or not like you said, but uh, <clears throat> in their minds, like it was it was not like the sh- same trap shit that I didn't like. But mm-hmm. they play that in this like uh, this artist called John Wayne, and they'd play it literally nonstop. Like I remember, mm-hmm. my boss would literally make me flip the record back to the A side after the B side and make me play that fucking record. And I swear to God, if I hear any of those songs, I will literally punch myself in the nuts. Like I'd never want to hear it again. It's the same with black eyed peas. I'd be very happy with. Wait, did they play the black eyes peas there? They probably did, but not with me there, but they know better. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, were they into the black eyed peas? Some of these people were into like really bad artists, like really wow. popular artists, and it drove you to banana self- sandwich f- flagellation. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, it drove me mad because it was like, you guys don't listen to anything, anything else. You know what I mean? Like it would just be like the same fucking record sometimes, day in and day yeah. out. Yeah, you gotta understand. Most people's taste is e- even if even if they have quote unquote like. They good, almost killed the good. gorillas for me because they play that record all the time. Which gorillas record? Uh, the one with the. Uh, well, they the one with Feel Good Inc. That, okay, Demon Days. Demon Days, thank you. And the one with them driving in a tank, and then also okay, the one the that with the floating record. island. Yeah, that's Plastic Beach. That's all. It's like all of them at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just I mean, play okay. all of those, and I like the gorillas. Those are like, all don't, great. Don't, records, don't. Yeah. They are, and don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't. I've got you. I wrong. don't. I don't hate them, but sometimes it's like the radio. Sometimes you we just got ourselves over a gorilla. Play this things. guy hates the gorillas. And this record was overplayed, but I felt like this record was fun to listen to. You know what I mean? Like because it was like it was something, 
and especially that song. That song would just get me amped. And I was already Sick. had like four cups of coffee, so I was just like loading, you know, sternos and like fucking up. fucking pouring latte art and like pulling shots, and I was just like into it. I was like, da 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 da, da. you know what I mean? Like, what's, I'd be what's like, the coolest latte art you can make? Tulip. What about a Mario mushroom poison mushroom? Nah, see, it's not doesn't work that way. It's all okay. like heart based. You know, it's either right, whatever <laughs> you got. You got your three basics, which is a tulip certified, or, not an artist. No, it's 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 a it's a heart a, a tulip. And if you're real good, it's a Rosetta. And if you're extra good, it's a slow Zetta, what they're calling it, where it's like they don't, you know, okay. it's Here's stupid. If you can make a heart, <laughs> you can I make all can latte make art. A, I think you I can, can tell you that right now. Sure. If you want to be considered like legit, if you can make a heart. You can make all latte art. You just got to try you can harder. Make a heart. That's it. I think you can make. A At the, Mario after mushroom. that point, it's about it's about your texture. It's about your milk texture. I think you can make a Mario mushroom. Mm-mm. Okay. Those people that draw on it, by the time they draw on it, dude, it, your coffee's fucking cold. Like it's, it's so. It's not dumb. about the coffee's taste. Yeah, it it's is. about the urt. The urt. <laughs> no, but Listen, that's not. friendo. All right, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done with this. We're done here. <laughs> this guy doesn't appreciate art. <laughs> no, dude. I just, I, that record was my, it was like Nicely's caveat it was like, all right, Ryan, go, go throw it on. I know you want to. And I'd be like, fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this song would be like my fucking just wake up juice, dude. He was like, play me some lettuce. Lettuce. Lechuga. I would always say, lechuga. <laughs> I want to listen to Lechug. <laughs> Nothing's better than a white boy tr- murdering Spanish. I need the Lechuga Tortuga. Play me the Lechuga. <laughs> oh, dude. I fucking love this. It was like this. your Lembus, Lembus bread. <laughs> <laughs> Lembus bread. Yeah. Oh, and look. More Lembus bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, We need to do a movie thing, dude. <laughs> anyway. So we can talk about the... the Deep, the deep cut Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh cool. man, yeah, dude. That is uh, that is my take. I well, don't that's think a funky it, tune, man. Yeah, I don't think it can can be denied. Honestly, that's an undeniably funky tune. She slaps. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's sick. It seems like it seems like an album. Listen. Yes. Like it has more potency in the context of listening through the whole album. Well, I think that's a given given that there's hardly any singing on it. So I'm not I'm not trying to say this as a criticism, but it does seem like the perfect type of thing that can happen in the background of something. Yeah. You know, like for sure. Like I I, I don't. And and I'm, I'm willing to be wrong, but I feel like this type of music that type of energy is great is like is very like in your face yeah um and and works great as like something that they can like amplify like you said like at work it's like a it perfect works, coffee know. shop jam yeah whereas i uh, you know like i think i don't i couldn't imagine myself sitting down and listening to this in a silent listening room no, for for like uh, on a regular basis, or like you know? a like a 
listening party type thing. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think that's the purpose of it. No, I'm not trying to say not. that in a bad way. I'm just trying to say I don't just don't think that's the purpose of this music. No, it's not. So the the it's literally like people that know their their role basically. Put this on when you're cleaning the kitchen. Type, Aces you know? in the places, as, mm-hmm. as as our old bosses would say. Yeah, no, it's just a slammer, dude. It just like fucking gets me amped. Um, yeah, it's the one song in the album that that uh, that's the song on the album for me. That was the one that was like, yeah, this is this is dope. Like I remember being like wanting to hate it because again, it was like ninety percent hip hop at this place, and then they'd throw on some obscure record, and this was my obscure record, quote unquote. You know what I mean? That I could play that wouldn't piss everybody off like i'd play manchester in there and people would just be like god damn dude i don't want to hear this you know they don't like this him. this was my like okay ryan it's your turn you know <laughs> you know what i mean like what what depressing shit are we gonna listen to now is usually they're like i'm phrase. surprised you cared because when i used to work at uh chipotle i never ever ever played music yeah um and one time, all the other folks were like, "I'll just play, you know, play something or whatever." And I was like, eh, "I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know what you guys are gonna want to listen to." Yeah. And uh, and I don't really care. Like this is not like I listen to music all the time. Like I don't. This is not where I I I don't need this. You know. Right. Like this. Like music. Um. I mean, maybe this is sad, but it's just like it doesn't. It doesn't exactly do that same thing that mm-hmm. that it that it does for a lot of other people. Yeah. Um where I go like, yes, like this makes me want to like, you know, like be productive and you know, I'm like I'm analytical about it, so. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Same. It's not it's not like I don't let the the visceral doesn't come into play as much when I'm listening to music. And right. It does. It's very special to me. Mm-hmm. Um but <laughs> I picked to play a, a eminently uh uh, you know, <laughs> kind of interesting record to the both of us because we both just got this record, but I played Francis the Mute. Dude, I did that too. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, at Chipotle. And yeah, I, same. I remember it, yeah. it got to the uh, the interlude after The Widow, which is very, very long. It's like and five. And I hear him every night. Well, so this, that song is only like three minutes long, and then there's like eight-ish minutes of like... <laughs> there's like just nonsense noise for like a really long time yeah and it's oppressive to listen to mm-hmm. on purpose really works in the context of the record but uh i remember yeah. one of the guys who i really really liked that we worked with he's like he came over and he's like hey we should turn this off was like, this eddie no it wasn't eddie it was danny who worked uh, on the grill. yeah 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 and he was like, this is like really scary music, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. So I have a separate same thing. Worked with the same people. And I played it. And. Why were we playing this record? It's so stupid. To do I know, that. but it was really weird. I think it was because Omar and, and Cedric are Spanish. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we thought what a, what maybe this. Maybe like. The, I, I, no, I know. But it was like, hey, it's a weird band. But they have they the same sing, ethnicity. They do sing in Spanish. So maybe, like they yeah. sing in Spanish on the record. Yeah. yeah, and I would ask Eddie. Like I remember Eddie goes, dude, I fucking love this record, bro. <laughs> so it's like, oh, yes. Eddie, yeah, Eddie 
that dude is great. <laughs> like that dude totally yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, he yeah. he's not the one who who was no like, no no. Yeah, yeah. But we were we were cutting it, and he was saying I wasn't cutting fast enough. But I was like Eddie, come tell me what he's saying right here. And he gets he's like the spiders, and he's like trying to tell me something. And he goes. I don't know, man. This shit is weird. He goes, but dude, I love this record. Don't get me wrong. I love this record. But he goes, I'm Spanish. And even I don't know what the fuck he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, I'll say Eddie is uh, among my top five favorite people I've ever worked with. Absolutely. Amazing. I absolutely. still follow him on Facebook. I but the rest of the, the, the rest of them were like, pinche güero and like with this fucking bullshit like you know rock songs are like weird progressive and i was just like eddie i can turn it off and he goes it might be better you know (laughs) he he, he goes but dude we can talk mars volta later and then we and we did and we like and then it went back to yeah yeah exactly that was like every day every day like that yeah and it's and, or or it was uh, in Los Angeles. I got a lot of uh, uh, what I found out with my coworkers is called banda music, and it's just it's most it's like it's like Mexican. Well, maybe not maybe not banda, but one one of them was like it's like Mexican folk music, and like usually they're talking about the cartels the whole time, but it's like these really loud piercing horns, like. For some reason, like that's the thing, but it's like it, it is a is an audio nerd. I'm just like, dude, just turn them down in the mains. Like Jesus Christ, this shit is clipping. You know what I mean? Like it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's like super loud trumpets and and it's like whoa. You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? Like just as an audio file, like you can turn them down and you know what I mean? Like you can kind of compress them or something. You know what I mean? Like make it so they're not so piercing. You know. But that was that's what I would hear most of the time in Chipotle and in also most of the kitchens I worked in in Los Angeles. Like that's that's what was playing. Mm-hmm. So it was like yeah, anytime I tried <laughs> it was me trying to give a caveat, you know what I mean? I'm like, "Well, Mars Volta, you know what I mean? Like there, you know what I mean?" It was like, "Nah." <laughs> Just like Josiah was like, "I'm not cool enough for this." Or well, that's what Josiah would always say. I'm not cool enough to understand this music. And I was like, that's such a cop out, but fuck you. Okay. Fine. You know? Hey. <laughs> yeah. I don't here's the thing. I don't blame anyone who doesn't wanna like I like I of course I wish people would participate in um <clears throat> in digesting in in uh uh like the desire to digest culture you know whether yeah. it be music or movies or art or you know literature or any of those things i i i think it's very it can be very powerful to people's like you know well-being in their lives and sure uh, but but ultimately like a lot of these things do take the form of entertainment and and i understand when people don't want to push that stuff beyond that line and i think it's not healthy for everyone all the time to be pretentious about that stuff you know Mm-mm. which i am guilty of all well, the time it's not necessarily pretentious it's just some things are some oh, things are made am, for people to i am pretentious their, there's no doubt about yeah. it yeah but it's it's one of those things where it's like it's 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 not necessarily pretentious it's just for the most part people have had a long day and they really don't want to engage. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think 
I, I learned that a lot with playing gigs instead of shows. You know what I mean? Like playing mm-hmm. like these acoustic gigs where it's like, um, you know, the, they don't want to, they don't want to think they don't want to be like feel, they just kind of want to feel good, drink their beer and just play, play fucking Garth Brooks covers, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like, we don't want care. You know what I mean? Like we don't give a shit about your yeah sad you basically plight. become a jukebox right yeah. Like, yeah yeah and it's it's really depressing honestly but, but it's, it's also it's like all the like gigs you, I can you get just right ad- now, you just so. admitted like that's that's what that's the purpose of it right yeah yeah exactly like that's what people that's well that's people want I've learned especially in Los Angeles playing with Cooper and stuff I've learned that there's a difference between a gig and a show you know what I mean like that's not, well that's why yeah. I'm not I'm not envious of people in the gig culture. No, it's awful. Um, it's 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 extremely depressing because like it's not even me, you know, trying to make that distinction. But I remember Cooper got mad at me one time for saying like I was playing the cover circuit or I was playing the you know the gig circuit or whatever because I was playing this bar and he got mad at me and I was just like, dude, you're like one of the best like. And I know Nate, and I was like, "You're one of the best guitar players I've ever seen play." But you, you just play like Jim Croce songs and and stuff, and, it, and it's just like, you know, it just was like it was depressing. It was like, "Fuck, dude, if he can't, you know what I mean?" Like, make a scratch. Yeah, I will say. Hang, I mean, man. we've we've talked about this ad nauseum, but yeah, um, there is a huge difference between people who carve out their own creative expression on an instrument and it has nothing to do with how good they are at playing. Right. It's, it has, vi- well, I'll say it has very, 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 very little to do with that. Right. It's, are you able to express yourself as an artist in a unique way as an individual? Right. Yes or no. There's a lot of amazing musicians who do not meet that criteria and therefore they are stuck in right, right, world. exactly. Because they're not, you know, like I don't know your friend, so I'm not gonna. No, uh, no you don't have to. But I'm not gonna make any accusations. I'm just gonna say, if your friend is mostly playing those types of gigs, it it is either that he is not expressing himself as an individual, or he's not found an outlet to express him. You know, like right. he's just not cap. He's he's not. You know, I, I'm not gonna say he's not capable. I'm gonna say he's not. He just doesn't have that. That's not. Uh, something he's able to access for me. I am very fortunate to have found an outlet consistently where I play what I want Yeah, and and express myself. I've never played, (laughs) you know, uh, with, with a handful of exceptions. I don't play covers. I don't play, you know, to that world. Right. I don't look down about uh, on people who do. I think that's really fun. I love playing that stuff. I, I really enjoy it. I would be so open to it. Mm-hmm. But I'm very lucky to have found a world where I get to play, express myself as a musician, and that is really important to me. And I think that's what keeps me driven. You know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I understand your you know your fr- your friends you know plight a little bit plight frustration yeah. all those things like I do think Los Angeles not a great place to express yourself no Um, it's not at all and that's and that's kind of the bummer you know because it's like it's one of those things where it's like i I remember last season you you were talking about 
this band that you saw and you said i remember so many bands where i'm like this is so amazing and nobody's gonna know about it and it's just like one of those things mm-hmm. where it's just really depressing you know what i mean like to see that and i hope at some point like we can be a show where we can you know feature people that don't get that exposure we don't even have that much exposure in this podcast but i don't know it's really depressing because it's like god damn you're so fucking good like it's like it's so stupid you should be like known you know what i mean like this should be known and like wop shouldn't be a fucking thing you know what i mean but it is I don't want to get into that. that that's yeah, know, that's pointless. That's point. That, that that's is like that, I'll that edit, is. I'll edit that out. I'll, I'll no, say no, is you, you don't. You don't yeah. have to. You don't have to edit that out. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just gonna correct you and say, like there will always be popular stuff that is garbage beyond. Be. Well, I don't even want to. Like I don't even want to pass a judgment necessarily. I just want to say like there's always gonna be popular stuff that exists that beyond our our own you know, universe of like our, like whether it's our taste or, or whatever, like there's like, you know, like you and I have a very specific thing that Mm -hmm. isn't like, admittedly, this is not what's going on right now. Like what we like and what we create, it's not what's happening right now. So there's an entire world of people who are doing the stuff that is happening right now. I'm not trying to pass a judgment on them or say they shouldn't be popular. Um, I just think, people should I want to put it less on the artists and more on the individual and say like hey like you know maybe like what you consume it is important yeah and it's if all I if all I ever liked or talked about was Marvel movies I would be an an airhead you know what I mean? Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, to indict people who are that. I'm just trying to say for myself, that would be very limiting to what I have the capability to, like, consume and understand. And I have, you know, for me, I have time to watch other movies, so I should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people need to p- push their boundaries and push, you know, and, like, push beyond what they're comfortable with. That could that could mean people who would never listen to uh, hip hop music or popular music like going into that because that's my situation often. So it's like you know I think that there's a double edged sword to that of like everyone really needs to break down a little bit of their own personal walls. Um, and I certainly think the mainstream could benefit from exploring some stuff that's maybe a little bit more challenging than what they're faced with. Yeah. As always, you 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 are more articulate in in, the, <laughs> in what you're expressing. But okay, um, the funny thing is, all this stuff leans in really specifically to the to the song I wanted to play. Sick. Because I feel like I have this record that I'm absolutely obsessed with, mm. and I I I think it's still insanely underrated. Okay. Even though, even though it has uh, this band has grown in popularity since I discovered them, um, I still think this is like the most underrated band <laughs> playing right now. Like I can't, I just it blows my mind that people aren't talking about this band. Okay, um, but they're not. So what do we got? I don't know. I it's so hard for me to even pick a song. I could play you 
four. I could play you this whole record. I could play you four songs from this record. I could play you whatever. I, I'm trying to. You pick You want to give me like a group of them? A what? A group? A group? Of them? Like a group of song? I'm gonna give you. What's the name of the artist? Okay, hold on. Three. What if I give you like a dozen minutes? <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Lay it on me. Okay. The I band don't have is to get called... up tomorrow. So. Okay. Okay. The band is called Flight. Spelt the right way. F L Y T E. Okay. Okay. All right, and the the album is called "This Is Really Gonna Hurt." Okay. And I think we should just listen to the first four songs. Okay, down. Because I think these first four songs are perfect. Like literally. Under the skin, is that like the movie? Uh, uh oh that's I mean it's the title of the song. It's not the movie. it's not a I movie. know, but it's, it's a song. But isn't what it was Under the Skin, isn't that the name of the That's the Sc- name of the movie. It's Scar I don't Joe? think it's based okay. I don't think it's based on the movie. Okay. Alright, let's play from Easy Tiger to Under the Skin. Because I think these four songs are perfect. Let's go. Alright, here we go. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> That was a lot like Northeast. <clears throat> I just read him through. It's uh, this song, fucking sick. Damn. <laughs> I'm reading along here. This song has amazing lyrics. Straight up George Harrison, right here. Yeah, dude. Damn! I'm reading ahead. Don't read it. <laughs> Sorry. Damn! Ugh. It's like the ultimate Yoko Ono song. Man! I like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was gonna pick, but I was like, dude, this is, they're all so good. This song is insane. But it's really good to like listen to it in sequence. Yes, that's what I think. I mean, really think that, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm cool with that. There you go. Dude, did you just <laughs> like find my favorite band soon? Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. You always got to do that. You always got to one up. Uh, Fuck. That yeah. was brilliant, dude. 
There's like, like you said, like there's like George Harrison elements. There's like, mm-hmm. fuck. That's great this songwriting. Band is man. so insanely underrated. I like. Well, underrated is a, is a, is a is a bit of an uh, a reach because I just looked at their plays and they have four million plays on one of their tunes. So they're they're not underrated. Well, I, I think they're one just of not be- in the main. One of their best yeah. songs. I think is white roses, which, which is at 7 million, which I think is that's perfect because I think white roses is like one of the best songs that I've heard in so, 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 so long, which is on the release that they did right before this. Um, that song is insanely good. <laughs> like, Dude, this is a uh, brilliant band. Like I, yeah. I was, I was like reading along as I was, I, it, 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 it means a lot to me. I know, I know it, like you get, you know whatever about no, the I, lyrics. No, I think the lyric the lyrics for this band dude are really meaningful. It's insane um, because they they are that actual. one that one about the like the girl leaving the girl for the band like it's like that is northeast. That is literally one of my songs like like literally like mm-hmm. I mean it's it's his own story but it's the same thing. You know the I, whole Yeah, I mean whole, I think that's like such a perfect like like <sighs> I said it's like a Yoko Ono kind of like ballad like Oh, uh, it's so Well, not, not even a ballad. It's a very upbeat song. It really sounds like The whole or, I've or got a girl I, uh what is it? Uh I've got a girl. I got to act my age. I went to the show. We couldn't see the stage, so she climbed up on my shoulders and it's like fuck. I think the last stanza is the Wh- Which one was the one with the which where is, she wore the dress that I bought you or whatever? The, I got a girl. We're breaking up the band. I got a girl uh, tied to a headboard between two nightstands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, murdering ballads on a baby grand. That's like the it cr- says. Met her. Met her a- on this. It says met her in ballads. No, it's murder. Murdering ballads. That's murdering what. ballads on the baby grand. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's the line. Which one was the one with the dress? Where I thought I saw like something where it. She twists her hair around her fingers. Says, "I've got to go." No, you're um, thinking of the of uh, losing you, dude. That one is insane. Yeah. Wait, wait. This which is. One? I mean, there's a lot of breakup songs. Yeah, and and you wear you you were wearing that dress when you took him upstairs. It's like, didn't I say when we spent all day in bed? And then it's like, and I hear you, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so. Yeah, I mean, this is a very emotionally. Uh, sort of like exposed record. I think uh, I just found my favorite band, man. That, that <laughs> fucking yeah, flight, it, dude. This Jesus. is a band that Tyler showed me years ago. Dude, um, Tyler has been kind of on point. Like he every t- every sure. Tyler suggestion has been on the show. I've been like, well, yeah, they're they're it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler is the type of person who will only show you something if it's good. That's true. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not going to show. He's not going to Unle- every- unless it's Crystal Skull, and then I'm going to say mm. <laughs> <laughs> he does like he does like Crystal Skull. Uh, but uh, he, you know, he he's only going to bring a suggestion if if it's like a good one. Um, right. And so that's why you only get a couple every. Dude, that was few like years. I can't even begin to like unpack. I'm trying to remember what what he showed me of this band. Uh, It might have been they have a song called Kathy Come Home. It's a great song. I think it was honestly we had we were talking about. um, We were talking about if I can send you to YouTube. 
Yeah. Uh, real quick. Can I go pee quick? Yes, and then we'll resume this important conversation. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> my ass. He's back. Kiss my ass, Jerry. <laughs> She's like, you're taking a long time. I'm like, you're the one that's out here. <laughs> Fair enough. You could sleep in the bed, but she won't. She loves me too much. It's it's adorable. I love it. I love my girlfriend. That is that's the way to be. It took a while. It took a while for me to find one, but it was great. It was great. It's great that I found her finally. Anyway. Okay, so let me let me take you down a little bit of a journey here. Take and me. Why, and this and why this band um is uh, so I I really feel like this band is underappreciated, and I, I can was, see that it was probably about four years ago. Tyler and I were talking. I I was playing a lot of these records by this band called Always, spelled with two V's instead of a W. Mm-hmm. Um, which I I think that's a great band. I think their song Archie Marry Me is like one of the best songs of that decade. Of you know. 2010 to 2020 i think Mm. that's like easily one of the best songs timeless song um and flight has a cover of the song so if you look up on youtube flight archie marry me cover you'll see what i saw in this band you should look that up and see what you find all right you ready do it you got it? Yep. All right. Three, two, one. Oh, play. sorry. I got to add. Hold on. <laughs> tell me what oh, the is over. Richard Branson. Okay. All right. You good? Uh, I'm ready. Count me down. All right. Three, two, one. Play. You expressed explicitly your contempt for matrimony. Student loans to pay, you will not risk the alimony. We spend our days locked in a room, contempt inside our bubble. And in the night time, we go out and scour the streets for trouble.
This is a UK band, isn't it? Of course. Oh my god. I've heard this song before. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, fuck. That's brilliant, dude. You don't that doesn't just happen, you no. know. And and you know, I tried to do something like that with like YouTube with like myself like harmonizing mm-hmm. with myself it just doesn't it doesn't come across the same it's not it's not as genuine and it, there are so many songs like that that i'd love to do that with and i just i need people that can actually harmonize and do stuff again i can't just do it myself <laughs> that's fucking beautiful like yeah. it's like yeah and only in the uk where it's like it's like in the, in the u.s there's people that do that all the time you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but it's like it just seems more authentic it just seems more like, I don't know. They just have this authenticity to them. Like them immediately when I when you started playing them, I was like, yeah, this it's, is brilliant. Yeah, it's um, it's truly it, beautiful. It it's stunning, and 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 it's hard to um, <laughs> it's 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 like we we live in this world where like so much is sort of like this fabricated whatever, you know, and like we enjoy, um, we, we enjoy movies and, and music and, and all these things. And, and it's, it's almost impossible to put out something bad, but it's, it's also almost impossible to put out something like exceptional truly exceptional yeah and you know when you watch like (laughs) these four guys yeah sing and you're like oh okay like that's actually yeah noteworthy and and, um yeah i saw this tyler showed the because you know because we were talking about always which is a great band they wrote this great song uh the song is great i mean i think it's part i've of heard that song they're, before yeah yeah they and they have uh but that version is like yeah the it's it's really mem- mesmerizing that video that video doesn't even have two hundred thousand plays on it are you kidding the, me no yeah i mean the one you just watched People. it's it's what is wrong with humanity it's like to me it's the definition of virality like this should be the viral thing but for whatever reason it's not i mean this is this is what helps you understand how fickle like uh exposure is when when we think about you know and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to like bemoan like holy fuck it's only got 155,000. yeah what the fuck (laughs) is wrong with you people (laughs) Well, what more not, does do we have here's to the do? Thing. I, I don't. I don't think people need to be blamed. I, I think. <sighs> I think the reality is like, is like, it didn't, like, it. It wasn't injected for whatever reason. It just didn't arrive into the stream of viral music stuff. And I think like when you look at like what happens now with TikTok and all this other stuff, it's like. It's arbitrary almost to a certain point. Yeah. You know, like this band has an insane amount of talent. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they're not getting exposed the right way. Right. And that could be like, 
I think they. I think right now they're working with like a major. Yeah, I think they're they working with like be. Island. I mean, they have Island like a, or something. they have a couple million plays on one of their songs, so they're doing well, way better means, than me. That means you know? well, sure, they're doing better than you, but that means nothing really in the context of like no. You know, like well, that's whole, that's how I feel about it. Like all of this, it's it's just it's like a, when we were talking about money. It's like it's funny money, man. Like it's like it's funny numbers. Like who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? This isn't talented bad, and this band should be known. Right, and it's and ridiculous. I, mean, I it's think ridiculous this band to me. is like you know on Spotify they're doing well right now. I think you know, you know, like you pointed out, like oh they've got millions of plays on their songs, and and they have like you know, half a million monthly listeners. I think that's great. When I started listening to them, they didn't have like anything close to that. It was like yeah. embarrassingly small. So I'm very excited that people are going out and listening to this band. I think this band, if you like, which every human being should like, but if you like the Beatles and if you like like traditional pop music, this band is doing it. And and, and if anything modern, I would compare them to kind of grizzly bear-esque you know what i mean like sure. it's like if if you're going modern super super grizzly bear song yeah. on uh one of their eps that i actually think the the um what's it called the uh that just gave sorry. me like they have on the white roses ep which is four amazing songs white mm-hmm. roses is like one of my favorite songs of the last few years um there's four songs on there. The last song, Gone Girl, is like insanely sounds like Grizzly Bear. They have like yeah. so much cool stuff. White Roses is a song I think about all the time and is in my head all the time. It's like one of the greatest songs of the last few years. It's insanely good. And I just realized the other day that we had never talked about this band. And I was like, dude, because I've been listening to every single day, probably three times a day, I've been listening to this record. Like, yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a lot. It's not no. a very long record. It, they they don't their songs don't hang around a long time, you know. And, and as far as like they're not like long songs, mm-hmm. but um, we listen. You know, we listen to four of the songs. I think the rest of the songs are good. Um, those are the, really those four. The, the so, first five songs are so good, but I'm so um, stoked to listen to this record. And and it, here's the deal: we're talking about this is 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 you know on. Well, they're they're getting some recognition, but we're talking well, about these songs. They're like still this. underrated for sure, of course. And 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 here's the deal. Here's the difference. Here's the difference between this and like let's say whatever top forty artists. Is. This inspires me. This doesn't make me feel like well, I'll never get there. This makes me feel like fuck. You know what I mean? Like yes, I can make something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, you hear, like, most top 40, and you're just like, I'll never get there because I don't have that money. I don't have that, I don't have that, like, Which is, like, the same. These guys are, like, a tried and true proven reason where this is why pop music can't get stupid. Because if that gets stupid, what's, you know, who has any fucking shot? These guys are so talented. Mm -hmm. Like, they should be, like, known. You know what I mean? It doesn't even matter like how well they can dance or whatever. Listen to them fucking sing. You know what I mean? Like it's like this is without any 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 kind of correction or anything. They're just crushing it in a fucking parking garage. You know what I mean? Like if they can do that, imagine what they can do with all this other shit that all these people have with their money. 
You know what I mean? Like it's 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 one of those things where it's the same thing with our major corporations and all the shit going on in the world. You know what I mean? Like if good causes have this kind of backing, imagine what we can do. Like the, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? Like like for what we can do if 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 actually talented people are backed. You know what I mean? Like it's just We've we've dealt with so many so many centuries of, of of shit getting backed, you know. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, I I I mean, I'll also say, I think that's the way it is. You mm-hmm. know, like I I don't. But it doesn't have to be. No, you know? I I just think like getting wrapped up in that stuff is futile. Yeah, um, and and the best thing to do, and and you you nailed it. You said. I hear this and I get inspired. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. That this is happening through all realms of artistic expression. You know, like, like here's the thing. Young filmmakers are not being expi- inspired by the Avengers. No. Because it's like completely inaccessible. You don't, you don't, no, no young person is watching the Avengers going, I want to make movies. Like, how could you even begin to make something like that? Right. And it's schlock. It's complete nonsense. It doesn't make sense. The writing is garbage. The performances are all over the place. Some are good, some are bad, you know? Yeah. It's nonsense. It's, it's nonsense to entertain us, right? Like, yeah. if you're entertained by it, that's great. That's fantastic. That's its point. That's its purpose, you know? But yeah. the reality is an artist will not be inspired by it because it's it's not that's not this it's design. Mm-hmm. You know? That's why you need to see something and hear something different. And that's why you need to consume something that will actually make you believe that there's that that like the world is filled with <laughs> opportunity and possibility yeah. because that's that, that is real life like that like like we are it would be foolish to to not believe that because that that is how we persist yeah. right we we exist because of that specific thing um we don't exist because the you know the insane over the top produ- michael jackson productions and the right you know and the spider-man 3 and the whatever like that stuff is nonsense well in, and, and, and i context. feel i feel like that that a band like that, like you can't really see them that way. You know what I mean? Like it's no. It's, I, I I'm not even talking about flight at this point. I'm I'm just saying. I know. I know. Like I know. the your reaction I know is a real mean. one. In, yeah. in, in to say like that. That just artists, makes me happy. It just makes right. me. It just makes me like fuck. Like finally somebody you know like like broke through this schlock as you yeah. as you so eloquently put it. You know somebody broke through this like muck and mire. And punch through with this beautiful yeah. performance my in a point fucking is parking that- garage. And it sounds <laughs> so good. Yes. My point is that you people know? are doing this often. Yeah. People are often finding this. And we, if you care, it is on you right now. It's our duty. To, yeah. Because, uh, okay, Here, here's, I know we're going long. And, no, it's cool. and we need to Keep wrap going. it up. But I'm cool. But but I have been obsessed over the last couple days with watching um on YouTube watching uh the year end Siskel and Ebert like shows, which basically they go, you know, Siskel and Ebert, the very famous 
mm-hmm. movie reviewers. They go at the end of the year. What, and they what talk did about it their, used to be? Siskel and there was Siskel a, and Ebert are the original right. two, and then it became Ebert and Roper when okay, uh, Gene yeah, Siskel yeah. died in ninety nine. Yeah. So, um, but I've been watching all these shows and watching these two people talking about movies, which I am a huge, very very much movie dork i love movies <laughs> um and so it's really interesting because like uh, you grow up uh, or uh, i'll just i'm not going to put this on anyone else i guess i grew up uh in sort of a desert of uh you know like m- real movies that meant anything were just not a part of my life mm-hmm. and um the the sentiment was well if a critic likes a movie it's a bad movie and if you know if the critic hates a movie it's probably worth watching that was kind of like the yeah mentality uh, that's a very like conservative Christian point of view <laughs> yeah um, you know just because like real you know real art does not exist it really a- started that early for you man what do you mean the Christian thing where it was like. I, it, when I, well, all I knew was like Ebert and Roper, two thumbs up. It's like, okay, that movie's probably decent. That's that's that was my take. I was never like, ooh. You never heard your mom or dad or aunt or uncle say like, well, they didn't really get some- that political until basically the Bush years. It's the not really Bush. It's not. Bush it's not a politicizing. Years. It's it's more of a of a like critics like arty farty and dirty movies and you know. Mm. What I mean? No, like, no, not really. I mean, my, well, the reality my, is yeah, like, yeah. go ahead. That that that's kind of the case. Like, they sure, do, sure, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah, it's uh, more interesting. If all, yeah. if yeah, if all you want to see, the more is, visceral it is, the more interesting it is. Usually, in that, in that. Yeah, regard. I'm not trying to have a huge discussion about that in particular, but go I'm ahead, just trying to ahead. say, like, yeah. the thing that I've been noticing is like, there was an outlet for, you know. These guys were on TV saying, hey, like, you know, go watch a Kurosawa movie and go watch a Ozu movie. And they were saying like stuff that they were saying, like, don't go watch this schlock and go see this. Mm-hmm. And they were doing this on TV and they were like extremely popular and all this stuff. And it's like and that and this persisted for a long time where there was a balance there were people of course who were always going to want to go and see you know whatever die hard sure the the 1980s very famously one of the worst decades for movies um but like yeah they were basically saying like yeah there's terror you don't like robocop bro oh paul verhoeven's robocop is actually pretty good that's a pretty great movie (laughs) uh but but that's not really the point robocop 2 is terrible um the but the, the the point being like um the point being is that like there was an outlet for people to say like hey like you know this is for a certain type of people and this is for you know people who are have discerning taste you don't like and, escape and, from new york dude <laughs> what about escape I think from LA? I, I, <laughs> I i've enjoyed those movies but fine I, for, for what they are I'm kidding. those are not I'm like kidding. even I'm, the most I'm offensive keep going to your point whatever but what the point I'm trying to make is like I'm watching this and I'm realizing like through the 80s and the 90s and the early 2000s is like hey there's people who are advocates for good art who are advocates for like us having a balance to our you know like entertainment who are basically saying like hey maybe this isn't good this isn't. 
you know and it's like that wasn't ever anything that was exposed to me like I wasn't really thinking about art when I was young um, sure and you're just realizing like I think this is kind of all going out the window and mm-hmm. we and and the responsibility has moved to us as the individual yeah and that's like a difficult transition and you know yeah. like here's the thing if you are subscribed to Spotify and the only way you know what music to listen to is when something pops up on your screen and says, go listen yeah, to this. Yeah, it just came that, out. But yeah, you know, I, I can't, but I can't I, do that. Th- this is not for you and I, yeah, because yeah. you know, we have a music podcast. Of course, we're not just like gobbling up what's in front of us, but like there's not somebody there. There, there aren't people who are doing this for, for you now. Or and, at least and not like, responsibly. Yeah. Music criticism is not music criticism has always been challenging. Music criticism now is almost like essentially pointless because you can just go listen to it. Do you react to it? Do you like it? Okay, yes or no. Like mm-hmm. it's it's there in front of you. You don't have to pay any money. It just assuming you pay for a subscription to Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. Right. Uh, if an album comes out, go listen to it. Do you like it? Do you not? Music criticism, who cares, right? Like, that doesn't matter. But the reality, what we're losing is we should be able to discern, like, what is good and bad. And and, and so, like, I've just been watching these reruns of Siskel and Ebert and being like, man, these guys, like, I grew up, maybe not even, like, when I was really young, but, like, I just remember thinking, like, even, like, in college era, like, time, I remember thinking, like, oh, yeah, these guys had really... um their taste was was extremely um, sort of uh, normy, you know, like oh, they yeah. just like blockbuster movies, whatever. Because mm-hmm. yeah, they did. They would re- routinely give favorable reviews to blockbuster movies, right? You know, uh, and be like, yeah, these guys like Titanic. Well, sure, okay, Titanic is it was a pretty you know, good objectively film. a pretty good movie. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, if it's somebody's favorite movie, maybe that's kind of concerning. That's but weird. it's like, yeah. Yeah, but it but it's like the reality is these guys over and over and over again were adv- were advocates for art movies, for foreign movies, for like and I'm just right. like realizing this over the past couple of days and I'm like, man, we need these people. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't exist right now. Like no. right now what we have is Rotten Tomatoes. And I think Rotten Tomatoes is a terrible outlet for for judging movies. It's really, really. And I've been I have been saying this for so long and people do not listen, uh, not because they disagree necessarily. You you might not have like the biggest platform. Yeah. Oh, I don't have a big platform at all. But I'm saying like Rotten Tomatoes is not a good way to determine. Some of my favorite movies have terrible Rotten Tomatoes scores. And you know why? Because a movie can be challenging and Mm -hmm. art can be challenging and music can be challenging. And here's the thing. When I play you something like Flight, I'm not, I, I think that the reality is, is like this music is not challenging and it should be more popular, but it's like, what I'm trying to say is there aren't people who are filtering things for us right now. And we have to take a little bit more responsibility. So if you're a music lover and you want to find more great music, what you should do is you should do be you an think, advocate for yourself. Do you think that like kind of got eradicated when the internet basically, especially for music, because I don't think it's really happened as much for film. You know what I mean? Like, 
for music as a medium, there were a lot of gatekeepers, right? You know what I mean? Like there were a lot of like people, some of them probably didn't deserve to be there, but there were gatekeepers to get you into the things. It's like it, they, they speak about it with like co- comedians because comedians is an even smaller market. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for, as far as like artists go that are like really good comedians. And they would always say that there, there were gatekeepers, you know, for the comedy store in LA, it was Mitzi Shore, like Polly Shore's mom. Sure. And she ran that thing and they would, she would basically like challenge these comedians to be better where she would put like shittier comedians ahead of this guy, just kind of to see like how this other guy that was actually really good reacted. And some of them fucking fell to the wayside. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, but the best ones push through and punch through. And now comedy is at an all time high. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 it's kind of like a sought after profession for people that are actually really good. Well, and, and they, they is, yeah, that's the, I'm, that's kind of the, the thing that I'm like, I'm hearing what you're saying and I agree, but I'm also like, there were a lot of gatekeepers that were kind of drunk at the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, and they kind Absol- of absolutely fucked I, I, over I, some things. I think democratizing this stuff has its power, but what I'm, you know, like, mm-hmm. like the the issue of gatekeepers is less black and white than people think, um, because because it's easy to point at someone and be like, see, this person was you know abusing their power and whatever, and I'm not trying to you know like no, that no, sucks no, if I'm they not. were doing that, um, obviously, but. But the reality is, like, like people believe, um, gosh, I mean, I'm going to sound like an... Go not, for it. I'm, you know, I'm going to sound... As We're already pedantic. over time, but it's the first first <laughs> episode of the season, so I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. The, 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 oh, the thing that's, that's really rough is that people Hello. have an overblown attitude <laughs> i wish you could see her face oh is it frozen <laughs> dude you froze okay. you froze okay. and I, and also I, I was like i was like it's the first episode of the season you went like this and it was like that <laughs> it was that face hey? like a, Wait, eh? could, could you hear me <laughs> no not at all oh okay okay sorry so um all i all you know you said gosh gosh like this is gonna make me sound like something well it's know. gonna make me sound pedantic but Mm-hmm. the 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 thing about um oh gosh like gate, gatekeepers in this context is like a half correct term right? sure yeah because what what i really think is like there are there are people oh, like the average person right now has an inflated self worth in in the context of music like you know, like they believe that they're like almost everyone I interact with really truly believes that their taste in music is good. <laughs> yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. It's, it, be re- it really is insane mm-hmm. to think that, mm-hmm. to think that like pretty much everyone like that their their taste in music is good. That's well, crazy. this is in, 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 the, in when you say that, this is what I've been and I've probably been too drunk to like express it, but this is what I've been saying about like people saying that like music is subjective. 
You know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, you can't. There's no way. You know what I mean? There's too many people in the world, and most of them have, unfortunately, maybe I'm wrong, but shitty taste in music. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, I can't. When people say, like, oh, it's up, it's subjective, well, I should like Cardi B. It's like, I can't. Because it's bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not, it's not even saying that, like, a, she's a bad singer, or a bad rapper, or her producers suck. It's just me saying, like, this is trash to my ears. And it's not saying that in a way that, like, all hip-hop is trash. It's like, no, I know good hip-hop. I know good, like, things in each category or each subgenre that you're trying to throw at me. Like, I can recognize what's good and what's not. You know what I mean? Like... That's not me saying that, like, I'm a typical white boy that it likes rock and roll music, because I am. You know what I mean? Like, and you're yeah. right. And you can throw that at me all day long. But I can tell you when th- something sounds like shit, and when something doesn't sound like shit. At least. You know what I mean? So that's got to mean something. It can't all be subjective, is what I'm, well, what I'm getting at. I mean, I think music suffers from this the most. I think for... Um, I, I, I guess I don't have a really good grasp on how it is like today, but movies is a little different in, in the right. sense that it's people, a little bit easier to pick out. You know, people will often say like, Oh, this is my guilty pleasure. or This is whatever. I know this movie's bad. And I like this movie, you know? And it's like, that's, that's a very healthy point of view. Yeah. But but we, we I like the '90s to, Godzilla from Matthew Broderick. It's know, a terrible about, movie. We talked about the, about the the other day. Mm-hmm. P- people are still very comfortable with saying like, "Oh, I like bad movies. I like this and that." And it's like that's that's really okay. Like I I think one of the things that started happening with music um, was that people started talking about guilty pleasures in music, and then they started to go like, "I don't have any guilt. There's no guilty pleasures in music." It's like there can be though like yeah uh, you know in the same way that like yeah the is the is the, the 1999 i don't remember what year it is but 19 late 1990s godzilla with matthew broderick a good movie no no it's like, terrible no one thinks it's good but it's, it's like literally a walking literally a walking taco bell commercial like is Josiah where, talked about it. All the little babies, we'll, or is that Godzilla 2000? We'll we'll throw it at. We'll, there, it's in the next. <laughs> we'll episode. talk. It, we'll talk a, about this soon. By the way, guys, <laughs> I had a lot of death in my family, so I've, I've I'm all these episodes so are like mishmashed. But there's an episode with Josiah where we talk about this, and Josiah okay. goes, "I remember the Taco Bell commercials, and it was like." Something about where the where the little talking like Chihuahua, which is hella racist, by the way. But like <laughs> like we were talking about that on the episode too. Where it's like this little Chihuahua speaking in a Mexican accent, which is probably a white guy speaking in a Mexican accent, saying some something like the the big yo Taco Bell. Yeah, yo quiero. I don't know what he was saying. Like, oh no, he's like good dinosaur, dinosaur, or something like that. Like it was like something. Yeah, I, don't, really... I don't remember the specific commercial, but I get but yeah, it's it's literally a Mountain Dew commercial. I mean, okay. it's like all it's, that to yeah. all that to say. My point being is that like people in you know, I do think this is going away from movies though. People are less for movies, you know, not for music. Music has never been stronger, like this kind of mentality. Uh, No, no, no. I I think you're misunderstanding me. Okay. 
movies we have been comfortable saying, yeah, I like this movie. It's kind of trash, but it's like fun to watch, you know, mm-hmm. like, or, or I know, I know this movie's place like in, in the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Music has become not that. Right. So when, when it's like, just like a dance song, you know, like mm-hmm. a party song that, that, you know, like I, I like we talked about. Uh, I don't know if it's this episode or the last episode where you we were talking about uh, LMFAO or something like that, just last super one, briefly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was like I wasn't. I didn't record that, so I don't okay. Know. Well, it came up like t- like for for a millisecond, but it was like people knew that was like garbage. People weren't like this right. is the greatest right. music ever. That's going away. People are stop. People are starting to think like. Like this is this is like high art, whatever. Really maybe not so? high. Maybe not. Maybe not high art. I, I just think people are are people aren't thinking about it. They're just going. This is what I like, and this is what. And I don't think. I think like the 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 being able to differentiate and being able to separate. This entertains me, and I this makes me have a good time. This makes me think. This makes me feel emotions. This makes me you know like feel these different feelings. That's that's good. That's what. That's what art should do. Not all all, all art should be uh, monochrome. And uh, gosh, I mean, what a long rant about this stupid. No, stuff, it's but. good though, man. And I honestly think that that that's that's part of the reason why I started the podcast. You know what I mean? One okay. of the, one of them was just to dick around with you. But the other one was just to say, like, hey, man, there's there's some guys out there that are making great shit, and. And you might be, you might be a little more optimistic than I am. I I personally think that like the latter. I think I think it's more like, no, nobody knows what they fucking like. And every time when I go to a fucking any kind of like thing, it's just the same bullshit, the same shit, all the time. You know what I mean? It's really fucking disheartening, especially as a person that makes music because I'm like, a there's no shot. So you you got no shot. No matter how talented you are, that doesn't matter. You know, no matter how good you are of a songwriter, that doesn't matter. It's like, does it have a good beat and can I dance to it? That's all I feel that I that I hear in the in in the public. You know, in the public eye. You know, like it's all sure. I hear is just. And I think it's it's just a testament to also like how, and not to get you know too into it, but it's just how I feel about the country in general. It's just like mm-hmm. everything. It's just the same. Every, it's the fucking Nine Inch Nail songs. Every day is exactly the same. And every day I hear the same. Back when we were coming up as a band, it was Black Eyed Peas. Now it's like, I don't know. You know, if I'm in a rural area, it's like some bullshit country song that's pop music mm-hmm. with a twang. And if it's not that, then it's, it's you know, if it's not Luke Bryant saying shit that all I need is... Dude, I I know you don't like him, but um, uh, Joe Rogan interviewed uh, what was his name? Jacob Dylan from The Wallflowers, and they had a really good conversation. He was talking about country, and he goes, "All they're talking about is like all I need is you know my pickup truck, a trailer, and you." And he goes, "I'm pretty sure they're not driving pickup trucks." You know what I mean? Like it's like it's 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 like art became less about talking about their life and more about 
well, I'm going to talk about your life. You know what I mean? Even though I have no sure. idea what I'm talking about. You yeah, know I mean? mean, that's music designed to be sold. I think a lot of popular music is designed to be sold. I sure. think that's been going on for a long time. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's like the problem. I, I don't I don't know that there is I can quantify the exact problem and I don't know that I can uh, give none of us can. some yeah. insight to it but but what I can say is if you're into music if you value music as an art form then what you need to do even if you're 39 years old <laughs> or you know you know 22 like we're gonna be there in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a while, but yeah, we're 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 six moving years. in that we're we moving in that years. direction. But it's like, even even if that's where you're going, do not stop. Like, dude, like you want you want to avoid the boomer energy, <laughs> then be hungry to find the stuff that's good. You know, yeah, for sure. That's the only way. And I think I've met kids who inspire me who are like sixteen. In mm-hmm. the last few years, like being on tour, so every once in a while I'll meet a kid and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'm, my favorite band is whatever Stephen Malkmus is doing." I'm like, "I don't even know how you know that. How you're into pavement at 16? You know, you were born in 1996 yeah. or whatever. Like, this is crazy." Yeah, but it's like that's happening. That 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 stuff is real. So, like, the the like. It, you know, in in a certain sense, the kids will be all right. They're they're you know, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fine. But it's like, as an adult, if you want to not lose that and just like not like shake your fist <laughs> at the sun all day, for sure, for you sure. gotta be you gotta be interested in it, or you just gotta be happy to listen to the stuff you always heard. Um, but yeah, don't get don't get mad that people are listening. Like the popular music will be popular. You know, I'm sure no, people in the and I know I bitch about it too much. People born in 1949 were probably not super stoked that Motley Crue was topping the charts. I think I think say. we got you know to I mean? like the the cool seriousness about it when I was talking about the Gatekeepers, and then I just kind of went like, nah, "There isn't music." <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, it, it sucks. Is, it sucks too, getting old. This is too old, serious. Man. This is too sucks serious. Sucks getting right? old. No, well, I'll, I'll. It's it's actually great. We had a lot of good. Hey, talks on it. All I want to say is I think this flight band is worth worth checking it's out. It's obviously awesome. Obviously, I knew you were going. I like will it. be obsessed with them for the next like three months, guaranteed. <laughs> I was I was like, fuck. I want to listen to this whole thing. Yeah, I didn't want to stop. So. It's all real good, um, dude. And that Archie video, like anybody who has not seen this band, like, dude. It was so good, dude. They're they're like the closest thing you're gonna get to the Archie modern, Marry Me by Always Beatles, you know? covered by Flight. That's F L sorry. That's F L Y T E. Yeah. Archie, marry me. Watch that fucking video. And if you aren't inspired, you might not have a fucking soul. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Go go listen to the new record. Uh this is really uh, this is really gonna hurt. This is really and, gonna uh, hurt. It's great. Yep. White roses. That's another great release by them. So go check it out. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for letting a couple of very borderline millennials. We're like right there. <laughs> we're we're not. Yes, we Millennial are. Millennial okay, is anyway. 1980. <laughs>
It's not. It's 85. Just freaking it's 80 Google fucking it. five. Just Google. Literally. Oh. <laughs> okay, you need to do this. All right. All right. All right. All right. Bye, guys.